Howdy and welcome to the Tim Week Bible Study. This is week three, day two of our study of Galatians and Colossians. I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and today we're talking about Galatians 3, 7 through 14. Welcome back to the 10-week Bible study. Again, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us, God. Speak to us and fill our hearts with the knowledge of you. We want to encounter you in your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. We're reading today from the NIV. This is Galatians 3, starting in verse 7. Understand then that those who have faith are children of Abraham. Scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles by faith and announce the gospel in advance to Abraham. All nations will be blessed through you. So those who rely on faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. All right, so what Paul is actually going to be doing here is he's going to be explaining kind of two different aspects of the Old Testament law. Right, the promise... Of, of, of God, essentially of salvation, of everything, right? The, the, the beginning of this covenant, people call it the Abrahamic covenant, is when God appears to Abraham and he says, hey, I'm going to essentially give you this land. I'm going to you know, make your name great. Uh, a, a lot of the aspects of this promise, you know, they, they foreshadow the Messiah to come. All, all of redemptive history, essentially, is in this Abrahamic covenant. What is not in the Abrahamic covenant is the law. The law doesn't exist yet, right? The law is given to Moses on on Mount Sinai. Moses goes up, he receives the Ten Commandments, but he also receives all of the rest of the law that he writes down and, and, and gives to us in the Old Testament, right? We've got uh, essentially part of Exodus through Deuteronomy is what all of, uh, you know, Judaism considers the law. Uh, beyond that, you've got the, sometimes they'll refer to it as the law and the prophets, right? So you've got the law and then you've got the prophets prophesying about what's to come, which the law is kind of separate. <clears throat> um, and, and so Abraham existed for hundreds of years before the law was given. And Paul is going to make this distinction right here. He's going to make it clear that Abraham received a promise through faith, not through obeying the law. The law hadn't been given yet, so he couldn't even obey the law. He hadn't heard. It was given to Moses hundreds of years later. But Abraham was justified by faith. And this is very, very important. And this is really important for our understanding of this as well. If we believe, and, and I encounter many, many people who believe that people in the Old Testament were justified by obeying the law, and that has never been true. And that's what Paul is saying here. Even in the Old Testament, right? Abraham was justified by faith, not by obeying the law. The law hadn't been, even been given, right? So Abraham was justified by faith. It's not like when Moses comes around and gives the law, okay, now everyone's justified by obeying the law. No, they're still justified by faith. As Paul's going to go on to explain, the law never did anything for anyone to like, you know, make them righteous by obeying it. We are righteous by our faith in God that he will redeem us. That's, that's where we are saved. Old Testament and New Testament. 
The only difference is the work of that salvation was through the blood of animals in the Old Testament and forevermore now, it's through the blood of Jesus. The God made man, made flesh, came down and and was bruised and sacrificed for our sins. That's how we're saved now. But here Paul is making this distinction between Abraham and the law, right? Abraham and Moses, hundreds of years in between, Abraham is justified not by his obedience to the law, which didn't exist yet, but by his faith in God. And that's why I say he was called the man of faith. All right, verse 10. For all who rely on the works of the law are under a curse, as it is written. Cursed is everyone who does not continue to do everything written in the book of the law. Clearly, no one who relies on the law is justified before God because the righteous will live by faith. The law is not based on faith. On the contrary, it says the person who does these things will live by them. So pausing right there, it's saying, you know, that, that you know, if, if you are justified by the law, then you'll do all of it. You won't break any of it. But I mean, it says again here, cursed is everyone who does not continue to do everything written in the book of the law. This is in Deuteronomy 27, 26. Cursed is anyone who does not uphold the words of this law by carrying them out. And then all the people shall say, amen. Now what this is, Moses, before the people, before Moses dies and Joshua takes everyone into the promised land, Moses tells Joshua, as soon as you're kind of established in the, in the land, you're to go to this valley in between Mount Ebal and Mount Gerizim. It's essentially where uh, near where the town of Shechem was. And he says, you're to go to this specific valley and you're to send some of the Levites up onto one mountaintop and the others on the other mountaintop. And uh, I believe it's on Mount, e- on Mount Gerizim, they're supposed to shout the blessings of God for obeying the law. And on the other side, on the other mountaintop, they're supposed to proclaim the curses if they don't obey the law. And here is the linchpin that Paul is, is, is using here is one of the curses that they were to proclaim, right? This is Moses saying, Joshua, proclaim this curse. And then after everyone hears it, they have to say, amen. Yes, we accept this. Cursed is anyone who does not uphold the words of this law by carrying them out. Now, the very common Jewish understanding of this, which is um, is echoed, what the Talmud says, this is written many, many times in the Talmud, um, and, and James, in his book, echoes this, James 2.10, for whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at just one point is guilty of breaking all of it, right? So this is this notion that you cannot do almost all of the law and then sin and stumble in one spot. If you break any of the law, you've broken all of it. And going back to that passage in Deuteronomy, if you don't do it all, you're under a curse, Right? And so that's the point that Paul is making is that anyone who does not do everything in the law is actually cursed. And what Paul is going to go on to say is this is actually the point of the law. The law never brought justification for anyone. Faith was always the thing that brought justification. Verse 14, 
He, uh, or verse 13, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who is hung on a pole. He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Holy Spirit, or of the Spirit. And so, again, going back to this, and this is this is so clear, the way Paul lays this out in Galatians and other places, um, and it is a, a great misunderstanding of the Bible itself, of the law, all of these things, if if you think that the people in the Old Testament were justified through the law, nowhere in Scripture does it say that. Nowhere. Everywhere in Scripture. That's the point Paul is making. Everyone in the Old Testament was justified by their faith in God. The same way we're justified today. We are justified by our faith in Jesus. And nothing more. Nothing more. The law was actually given to prove to us that we need redemption. But again, at this time in history, and I think um, not just at this time in history, and I've spoken about this many, many times, that there's this this idea of self-justification, right? We want to justify ourselves. We don't want to have to depend on someone else to make us right. We want to justify ourselves. And so what we typically do is, well, we're not as bad as so-and-so. I mean, I... I mean, yeah, maybe I do a couple things here and there, but I'm not as bad as this guy, right? I, I don't do those things or whatever, right? This is what everyone throughout history has done is they always find someone who's worse to compare themselves to and say, well, I'm not as bad as that guy. I don't do those things. So I'm okay. I'm okay because I don't, I don't do really bad stuff like these people do. That's self-justification. And that's essentially what the people of this day and age we're, we're doing. And I, again, I've read much of the Talmud and I find it, it humorous at times how the rabbis would massage the words of the law to make sure that, that the way that they would write it, they were always in the right. That, I mean, when you get to write the laws, <laughs> you can write them in such a way where, you know, it's like, the, well, you know, the law says that no one else can, you know, speed while driving a car except for Darren Hibbs, right? When I write the law like that, uh, everyone else is a lawbreaker if they drive over the speed limit except me because I've exempted myself from it. And, and, you know, we live in a society where there are the lawmakers constantly write exemptions for themselves in one way or another. And everyone that sees it, it's so patently obvious. Everyone's disgusted by it. Nobody does anything about it. It's just how life works. It's how life has always been. And the rabbis of that day, that's exactly what they did. The same thing that our politicians do today is they write themselves out of the law right? Is I'm exempt from this because I'm a holy man or whatever, right? Or when I do it, it's okay because, and, 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 and so that's, that's how they got around this idea of, of needing the justification by faith through the sacrifices and all these other things is they obeyed the law and that's what made them righteous. And that's what they're going around teaching people is, is you have to be converted to Judaism and you have to obey the law. Right, And this is diametrically opposed, not to just the message of the gospel and the New Testament. It's diametrically opposed to everything in scripture. 
right? This is not just, and, and this is why Paul is so emphatic about this. This is not just some old covenant teaching. And this is where many people misunderstand this, is that, that these people are going around teaching something old covenant instead of the new covenant. That's not what's going on. They are teaching heresy, and it was always heresy. It was heresy from the beginning of time until this time when Paul is opposing it. Teaching people that they can be justified by the law has always been heresy right to the point of Adam and Eve. And so what Paul is trying to convince everyone of here is that we are only justified by faith. So do not go back into trying to obey the law. For the 10-week Bible study, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.